Welcome to Real Lucha Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Lawrence. And I'm Miguel. We're here to bring to you Dynamite episode. The episode of Dynamite for January 20th, 2021. No special tagline there. No. <laughs> and yeah, so I'm very excited to bring to you another breakdown of Dynamite. And. I say we get right to it. Yeah. All right, let's jump into it. Here we go. Welcome to the AEW Dynamite Breakdown, where we give you a quick summary of what happened on the show. Excalibur, Jim Ross, and Tony Schiavone are on commentary. First match to begin tonight is Adam Page in the Dark Order versus the Hybrid 2 and Chaos Project. The Hangman and his numbered buddies make one hell of a team as an elbow strike Enziguri stunner, German and buckshot lariat combo into a rollover pin gives the Cowboy and the Order the victory. Second match is Peter Avalon versus Cody Rhodes. Pretty Peter, shockingly enough, hangs in there against one of the top guys in the company, but it's not enough as the American Nightmare locks in a figure four leg lock and adds some punches to the face for good measure. Little did the EVP realize Avalon did not want to ruin his pretty face, so he taps on that alone. Woo! Third match is Nick Camarado versus John Moxley. Rare appearance by Nick on Dynamite, but our commentary team fills us in that he was the only one that would take this open challenge from Mox. As you imagine, the former world champion makes quick work of this dark regular with a sleeper hole to seal it. For the fourth match, we got Matt Seidel in Top Flight versus Matt Hardy and Private Party. This is the closest thing we got to a mirror match tonight with two veteran high flyers named Matt teaming up with new young high-flying tag teams. Big Money Matt finally gets what he wants as his young protégés heed his advice and turn heel. A chair shot and shooting star press takes it for the hearty party. Wonderful! Fifth match is Layla Hirsch versus Penelope Ford. A big boot by the super bad girl and some cheap tactics by Kip is enough for the win and makes her husband, the best man, and butler at ringside proud. And now for the sixth match and main event of the evening, we have an inner circle civil war in the form of a triple threat tag team match as Santana and Ortiz, Sammy Hagar, and MJF and Chris Jericho battle it out to determine the inner circle's official tag team. You're a little tag team slut. Sammy looks impressive as he gets the better of Jericho and taunts him when he's done. Santana lands a step up moonsault onto his leader. Jake gives MJF a spine buster for his trouble. His partner lands a jumping springboard cutter to MJF that was sure to land a smile on his face. The real tag team of the trio showing the rest some tandem offense with Stereo Tope Suicidas. The high flying continues with a spaceman plancha by Sammy to MJF. Sammy continues the offense with a poison rana while Jake goes through everyone in the ring. Sammy gets some punishment on him with a powerbomb lion salt combo. Y2J eats a double flapjack. He responds with a codebreaker onto Ortiz. MJF eats a Vader bomb and big senton, but a schoolboy with pulled tights 
lets the salt of the earth steal the victory for the one, two, three. Inner Circle. All right, well, there you have it. Uh, another breakdown. Not as much episode, not as much matches as Dark, but still a slobber knocker. Oh, for sure, man. Um, <laughs> the in in the fact that we're kind of you know covering now, uh, Dark and Dynamite, we can definitely tell the biggest difference is just the ratio of promos to matches is really 50-50 in on a Dynamite, whereas in Dark it's. <laughs> hella matches no really no promos and uh, that's okay right those are just two completely different shows um can't wait to see if we get another show supposedly there is talks of bringing another AEW show to uh tbs the sister station of tnt but we have to wait and see if that's actually going to suffice anyways uh going back to dynamite uh january 20th we have a promo by Four and Dark Order, John Silver, for Negative One's birthday, as uh, he the as they have a cake that makes Johnny hungry, and uh, they sing Happy Birthday. Chaos Project interferes. They run in uh, by uh, TH2 makes Hangman come out early to save the day. And that's where our first match uh, lies in with uh, Hangman and the Dark Order versus uh, the Hybrid 2 yeah. and Chaos Project. And how dare those rabble rousers, Chaos Project, try and ruin Negative One's birthday. What a travesty. Yeah. Um, but, in, you know, in all honesty, maybe Negative One had it coming a little. Because he just dropped a promo on Luther on Dark for no reason. Like... Why was he making fun of Luther? What did Luther ever do to Negative One? <laughs> He's a kid. That's what they do. <laughs> well, you play dumb games, you win dumb uh, prizes. <laughs> Luther, did, Luther straight up said to him, said he in his words, he said to him, "I am here to ruin your birthday." <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, uh, Hangman uh, goes for uh, the Urihara moonsault to the outside. Uh, we get a three-man uh, senton by um, Silver, Reynolds, and Hangman. Very cool. Uh, we get a powerbomb to uh, uh, TH2. And then we get an elbow strike to Enziguri to Stunner to German to Buckshot combo uh, to uh, rollover pin for the win. And yeah, man, uh, I just love that elbow strike Enziguri stunner uh, German combo that three and four uh, have really uh, come up with uh, in the in these past few months. Um, very nonstop action, and uh, you know we just add a Hangman to the end of that with uh, his uh, patented buckshot lariat. And yeah, after the match, uh, we get a promo by Negative One. He says that his birthday was three days ago, you idiots. So they weren't really ruining it at all. <laughs> uh, he throws papers at Serpentico. Oh, and it's an homage to the late, great Mr. Brody Lee. You're always on our minds. 
and um, we get John Silver who puts over Hangman like crazy. He's just like a, this little giddy girl. He's like and such a fanboy. I don't know. I don't understand why. I dude, like I love it. I love it, man. Uh, like, cause <clears throat> look at Hangman, dude. I met Hangman. I was the same way when I met him in real life. <laughs> uh, so we get a, uh, he officially asks Hangman Page to join the Dark Order. Hangman says no. Being because mistake, by the way. he can't do the group thing again. And as Miguel is alluding to, this is definitively maybe not this in itself is a mistake, but this probably is going to lead to a mistake. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> right? well. And uh, hey, man. And all that alcohol he's, that he's you know, got cooked up in his head ain't, ain't going to help either. Oh, I completely agree. And we have, um, as soon as Hangman says no, uh, Black black dark order uh just assumed it was going to be a yes so they already threw out the confetti the banners welcome <laughs> hangman to the dark order you Did know i bring a cake too i was discussing <laughs> with my good um, pro wrestling buddy that i think shout out to anthony i think that we should well not we i think aw i think it would be a really cool storyline if hangman was just jumping from uh, stable to stable. So he obviously started it with the elite. Then maybe he would join Dark Order for a while, and and then uh, he could do something something funny like join Inner Circle for like a day, yeah. and then <laughs> and then immediately quit because he sees how dysfunctional they are ever yeah. since uh, MJF uh, was shoot in, and then uh, p- potentially come up with uh, a brand new stable of his own. Right? This is such a fan theory, like. <laughs> You know, fan casting thing, but it'd be really cool because for a while uh, we've been getting teased of some sort of uh, four horsemen uh, stable uh, thing uh, by uh, AEW guys. For example, uh, Tully was really the main guy behind it. Then they yeah. brought brought in Arn Anderson, yep, another original member of the four and then we just see uh, some people kind of just bringing up like you know the the four the four fingers right like uh ftr uh sean spears obviously and i think even cody was alluding to like the four fingers at one point but i think it'd be really cool if like hangman kind of became like front and center part of like a new four horsemen stable with him and basically tully's boys right ftr yeah. and uh, spears yeah. So that would be really cool. Definitely give something for Spears to do. Where has he been? Uh, anyways, I digress. From there, we get another promo backstage. MJF is worried uh, that the match will break them up, right? The official match to see who is uh, Inner Circle's main tag team. Main tag team. They're the one to go after the belts. Their official tag team. Yes. And uh, Jericho says no to Alex Marvez. That's what I got, to be honest. I completely forgot what that was even about. Anyways, we got uh, num- uh, the third promo of the night. Uh, an in-ring uh, Shavani talks to Sting and Darby Allen. Sting congratulates Darby. Uh, the team Taz interrupts, as always, <laughs> to challenge... Uh, <laughs> to challenge Sting and Darby in the streets. Step up to the streets. And then we get promo, another promo. Uh, Kenny Omega's home. Nakazawa lets in the Young Bucks. <laughs> and like he's some sort of butler. And then we see the Young Bucks see a painting of Kenny and Don shirtless. Very weird. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, then we got. Uh, They're probably jealous. Don. <laughs> <laughs> then we got Don Callis uh, dodging questions like crazy. The Young Bucks get pissed. Uh, Don is trying to buy out the Young Bucks from hanging out with Kenny. Matt says because. Uh, oh, here's okay. So here's a line of the night potential. Matt <laughs> Jackson says he doesn't trust any check that Don Callis would give him because he's worked for TNA before, you know, formerly Impact. Yeah. And he knows that checks from there will probably bounce, which yeah. is a shoot ski. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so uh, we kind of get, uh, we don't see what happens to the cameraman because the cameraman kind of gets a uh, hit by uh, from there. <laughs> But we see, we kind of, it, it alludes to the the Bucks are attacking Don Callis for even trying to break up the elite, the original. I elite. just found it hilarious that, and very, very delusional how Don Callis thought he could pay off the Young Bucks to not be his friend anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, and that black guy they gave him, he had it coming. The Bucks are rich, man. You can't just offer them money. <laughs> so, uh, second match, we got Pretty Peter Avalon versus Cody oh, my Rhodes. Boy. My boy, Peter. Miguel's favorite in the world, Pretty Peter Avalon. And against Cody, so um, here we got a crossroads by Cody. Jay Cargill comes in to distract uh, while uh, Peter Avalon goes for a low blow. Uh we get a superplex by P- Pretty Peter. A figure four by Cody is what ends up finishing it. And Pretty Peter didn't want to get hit, so he tapped. He didn't tap because of the pain from the figure four. But while Cody was um, giving him the figure four, he was slapping him too much that C- Pretty Peter realized his face would get messed up, so he tapped. Kind yes. of like a dashing Cody Rhodes gimmick right yeah, there, right? Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, which is funny because he's facing Cody Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think uh, a little shootski. I think Cody got a little bit in trouble for um, putting uh, Pretty Peter over for such a long time in the match. And I just want to say, uh, hey, uh, Cody, I, we're, we take your side. Or at least I do. I don't want to speak for Miguel in particular. But, uh, you know, I, I just take love— side in what? I just love it when, like, you know, the bigger names, right, like Cody, obviously over a smaller name like Pretty Peter, when they give them some time to shine, you know? No, I agree with that. I definitely uh, am not opposed to it. Especially if we have the time. It, it looks like there was nothing that that took away from. Uh, if there was, then maybe there, that's a different story. But uh, I, I just love that. I, I love seeing um, the smaller names kind of getting some love for sure. So, and, you know, and he still went over. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so we got another promo. Uh, backstage is FTR and Tully. They get Jurassic Park's attention. Uh, and uh, Jungle Boy challenges Dax to uh, a one-on-one. And then uh, we get uh, the next match from there is uh, Nick Camarado versus John Moxley. Um, that's big. Nick Camarado has been a dark exclusive, right? Yeah, so, up until ne- at this point. Yep. So K-Fab, K-Fabe wise, uh, he apparently he was the only one to accept a John Moxley match. Uh, so that yeah, shows ballsy. that shows how ballsy he is. Um, we get an Ushigoroshi by Nick Camarado. Uh, then uh, we get 
<laughs> a sleeper by John to uh, finish it out. And we get a promo saying he doesn't care who Kenny brings, he'll take them all out. <laughs> Your classic uh, John Mox uh, promo, right? Really just saying he doesn't care who he'll face, he'll face the world. He's violent. We get we get that. Yeah, we get it, Mox. We get it. Uh, so we got a promo six uh, backstage with uh, Dasha and Eddie Kingston gets into it with Lance Archer and yeah, so these guys have heat and they will settle they will settle it in the ring. This kind of brings me back to what was it? What winter is coming? I think where uh, <laughs> the the the. Dynamite was over, right? And all of a sudden, we just hear Eddie get on to the commentator mic. And it's like, I don't want to wait for him to face Lance Archer. I want to fight him right now. Randomly, And yes. then it just ends. It's like, what the hell kind of an ending was that? We didn't even see that what that amounted to. So uh, that was just hilarious. Uh, it wasn't the right thing to do. I have no idea. But, uh, hey, it's memorable to us, right? Maybe he was high. Maybe. In real uh, life. <laughs> but Or maybe he's just that much of a... I mean, Eddie Kingston, man. You can't beat him when it comes to promos. Nope. Uh, another promo. We got uh, backstage Don Callis and Kenny. Uh, Kenny's worried about Don Callis' black eye, and he's kind of trying to deduct who did it. And Don Callis doesn't want to say immediately. So, But yeah, it slips up, and he says, is the Bucks? And Kenny, of course, is shocked and appalled. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> uh, so then we get next match. We get Matt Seidel and Top Flight versus Matt Hardy and Private Party. Whoa, what? Just what? Uh, we, we talk about kind of randomly putting teams together. But Matt Seidel and Top Flight. Top Flight can learn a lot from Matt Seidel. Uh, definitely kind of, uh, you would think, somewhat similar styles, right? Not completely. As of now, you see Matt Seidel, even in his veteran presence, kind of the more high flyer of the trio and then we get matt hardy private party so definitely i see this match as kind of like a vet with two young guns right that can uh you know kayfabe and uh you know shoot wise uh give a lot of um life lessons to right yeah i agree and you know some advice some uh, from the biz uh, so we get a triple leapfrog by um, Seidel and Top Flight. Very cool. Never seen that before. Uh, com- we get a combo ending with a standing corkscrew moonsault. And, you know, you got to love that. Me and Miguel, we, we, standing corkscrew, sentons, moonsaults, flips. You just add anything with a corkscrew and you will get our attention. Like I said, Real Lucha, we are all about the spots. Spot monkeys are welcome. Yeah, and uh, how about the, those? Uh, uh, and what match was that? What uh, which match of the night was that? Oh, uh, so that was the fourth match of the night, yeah. which is Matt Seidel and Top Flight versus Matt Hardy and Private Party. Yeah, that wasn't a main event, not yet, right? Uh, no. Okay. It was not. And like, all right, so yeah, every time Matt Seidel's in the ring, what well, any of those guys that are in the match, any time they're in the ring, I I really enjoy it thoroughly, but. Uh, specifically Matt Seidel because he's such a high flyer. He's um, I wouldn't say, I'd say he's t- I would say he's top tier high flyer, not quite on the levels of other guys like Osprey or Ricochet, but I couldn't consider them like god tier when it comes to high flying. 
And then if, I feel if like I were Seidel's to, like just one step below them. If I yeah, if I were to think of Matt Seidel, yeah, that's perfectly. I was just about to say you beat me to it. Uh, probably one step below them, really. But you can't, yeah, God tier. If I really think God tier, man, Ricochet and Osprey are really there. Speaking of Ricochet, Matt Seidel and Ricochet have some history together in that they used to be a tag team called Sky Crank. Yeah, and New Japan, right? Yep. Thanks to the Bucks for giving us that information. Uh, New Japan, and I believe that they did some other uh, shows. But yeah, definitely New Japan, for sure. Uh, yeah, so from there, uh, we get a Triple Crab uh, hold on to a Private Party. Uh, we get a Springboard Crossbody by uh, Quinn to uh, Seidel. We get a Double Hurricanrana by Seidel onto private party i love that dude i saw him do that i believe for the first time in pwg and i was kind of flabbergasted i'm like whoa just like a, a hurricanrana like literally um extending your legs to two people's heads and flipping them over never thought of that uh Seidel kind of makes it look effortless and it's sick i still can't get over it uh he just impresses me more and more uh, away from the Fed, right? Yeah. As Evan Bourne onto now where uh, you see him and when you would see him in, in the past in PWG and now being part of All Elite. Uh, he's had a, he has a past with the Bucks, so it's no surprise with some of these other guys like SCU. So it's no surprise that he makes it onto AEW. So glad to have you. Thanks for coming, Matt. And staying. And yeah, so uh, from there we get uh, Topa Suicida by uh, Darius onto Matt Hardy. We get um, a slide, a side effect by Matt to everyone in the ring. Uh, from Quinn, uh, he dances into a kick to Matt Seidel. We get a front flip Frankensteiner to um, Quinn by Dante. We get uh, Isaiah Cassidy. Okay, so th this is the big spot, right? Um, Isaiah Cassidy turns heel with a chair shot. And um, we get a shooting star press by Mark Quinn. I think he full there. He fully embraces Matt's teachings. That's what it is. Exactly. Yes. So exactly. This, uh, exactly. The story behind all of this is that Matt Hardy has been trying to turn the party heel for get him um, down to his level for like yeah. a month or two now yeah and uh, they've been reluctant but finally they fully embrace it get ready to see um the trio of hardy and the party come out from the left tunnel that heel tunnel baby followed by that is a promo backstage mgf says that inner circle uh he doesn't want to go through the match still he said, but he says, let's just get through it. And whatever. That's all that's all we get. So we got um our another match, right? Uh, female action. Legit Layla Hirsch versus super bad Penelope Ford with a Kip, Miro, and their butler, Charles Taylor. So we got a pump kick by Penelope as uh, Kip lays the distraction. We got a deadlift German by Layla Hirsch. Layla Hirsch is, uh, does a diving senton to Kip and uh, Chucky and Sexy Chucky T. We got a boot by uh, Penelope and a leg hold by Kip for the win. So he makes it so that Layla can't 
um, can kick out. Then we get a promo by uh, Miro ordering uh, Chuck Taylor to tell George Michael Wannabe, which is Orange Cassidy, <laughs> that Miro <laughs> is his best friend now. And he does it. And Orange just walks away. Another promo uh, backstage, the Good Brothers and Kenny assault Penta, right? Uh, as Poor uh, Penta. As we will discuss uh, in the... Uh, waiting room segment. Britt Baker says Kenny's a shoe in to, uh, you know, a, a, a nod to this segment right here. And uh, yeah, Pentaman. Ugh. Lucha Bros. Death Triangle. When are we going to see these badass trios fully formed? I'm still waiting on that. I want to see. They had this cool trio submission that they did way, definitely prior to COVID days. And yeah, I'm just, I just want to see what's gonna happen there. Uh, when can we finally uh, see that? So then, uh, from there we get the inner circle three way tag match. Sammy Hagar, shout outs to his new favorite tag team, the actual rock star Sammy Hagar, gives a shout out to. Sammy Guevara and Jake Hagar, the team. Very cool of, of AEW to include that. Yeah. Uh, we get a um, uh, Sammy takes uh, Jericho out and uh, taunts him, which is uh, very, very uh, peculiar, right? You, you, uh, Jericho, when he was feuding with the Elite, he just brought up a great point in the sense that at, at that point, the Elite had a lot of turmoil. They weren't all on the same page. Whereas in Inner Circle, since their debut as a unit, have always been on the same page, right? They have one leader, which is Chris Jericho, yeah. the veteran, uh, you know, definitely the longstanding vet amongst those four in particular, like yeah. way more experienced. Yeah. And so it's obvious that he's the leader. But whereas in you see the elite, right, it's just so, ah, uh, like... They're such a non-unit, unfortunately, right? right we now, started yeah. the, with the Elite as Kenny and the Bucks, right? They always said that they would be together, the Elite, no more, no less. They are the Elite, those three. And then we get um, a long, you know, we're going <laughs> to cover this, you know, long and winding road on being the Elite, you know, our being the Elite uh, segments that we get on this podcast. But... Um, we got Cody, Marty Skrull, and Hangman Page are added to this unit. And eventually, they break the rule, right? It's like, okay, now we're all elite. And then that just amounts to um, some, in my opinion, some false promises. It was just a complete misstep, right? They were, ju- they were just, they just got kicked out of Bullet Club, really. They left to their own accord, really. There was no fight that they were really trying to get back in. Uh, but that, you know, it, this is all kayfabe sh- and shoot-wise what was happening. And uh, <laughs> they we all thought that the, the elite, six members at the time, would stay together. And what happens is, yeah, now I'm just going on a complete tangent, completely off the match. <laughs> but, yeah, what happens is Marty's girl stays in ROH, so now there's one member down of the elite. As soon as... Dynamite is a thing. It's on t. It's on television, right? Uh, we get weekly segments of. We get weekly showings of Dynamite. Um, Cody is so 
like a non-part of the elite. He basically has his own faction in the Nightmare family. Yeah. Um, he takes on other people. To this day now, he's growing uh, basically that faction and whatnot. And so he really has no time for the elite or even being the elite, right? And so you can basically count him out of the elite. And then there's all this turmoil that they show on screen, right? With Ken, with uh, Hangman, right? Him being down that he is out of like the basically now four active members of the elite. He is the one that is not the EVP. He's the one who's getting the least amount of pushes, right? So... He's the one that feels insecure and starts drinking, right? So this is kayfabe, this is kayfabe wise all now, obviously. And uh, so all this turmoil, and then they're adding Matt Hardy, who's not a part of the elite, to um, the stadium stampede. Uh, as I bring all of this to a close, is that Jericho is saying that they just have so much uh, infighting and they hit each other with their own finishers, whereas in the inner circle never does that. They're always on the same page. They never hit each other with their finishers and they know what to do. So it's so weird to see Sammy Guevara fighting Chris Jericho in uh, this match and to see Sammy, um, you know, taunting him, right? Giving him the little, (laughs) like, hey, man, like, look at me. I'm taking you down. Very cool. Very uh, interesting. And it's so, uh, it's such good storytelling on AEW's part that like this inner circle faction went from a hundred percent fully functional to just adding MJF, making it completely and utterly dysfunctional. I think I could speak for most people and say like I think most uh, most people, not everyone, knew this was going to happen when MJF joined inner circle. Of course, uh, <laughs> I, I I either thought this or that MJF was going to get on everyone's good graces and take over and kick Jericho out. Yeah. Right. Oh, and then I heard someone else give a theory too big that a like e- too that big like ego. Jericho would get kicked out, but Sammy would like leave because Jericho got kicked out. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I guess the makings of that could still be uh, true, right? And you know, I'm I'm just so interested. I could kind of care less where it goes in a yeah. sense, right? Because they're doing such a good job at doing storytelling that I just want to I just want to see. Uh, either either way that it turns out, I'm going to be happy, I think, cuz yeah. I just love the storytelling that they're the doing thing with about, the inner circle in general. Yeah, the thing about MJF is that as much as I hate to admit it, I mean, he the guy's a leader. He's a natural born leader, I think. And it's just inevitable that, you know, because of, like, the, how charismatic he is, whether you like him or hate him, he's going to have an enormous impact wherever in whatever group he's a part of, whether it's a positive or a negative impact, because he's just such a leader. And he's not the type of guy to be in the shadows or be second fiddle to someone for too, too long. <laughs> you know, even though, like, the guy's annoying <laughs> as hell and I don't like him, but... You know, it doesn't change the fact that he's like he's a leader. That's what who he, the kind of guy he is. Yeah, we say that as his start to the company was as Cody's shadow, and and now yeah. his latest run is as Jericho's shadow. But no, you're right. Oh my he, god, I forgot about that completely. Right, <laughs> <laughs> that's how we came into the biz, right? Cody is this baby, the biggest baby face in the company. One of, right? No, maybe not the biggest, but one of the biggest baby faces of the company and just this absolute, you know, uh, dump truck heel, right? No apologies given heel that is MJF is his, like, um, mentee. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Uh, yeah, so uh, to uh, quickly finish off uh, what happens in this match is... I mean, dude, a lot happens in this match, but um, as we said before in the on the breakdown gimmick that MJF uh, does a schoolboy with the tights to Sammy Guevara, of course he's going to do that to Sammy because uh, they're the one who has um, the most... Sammy is the most... Uh, what do you call it? Sammy is the most... Um, troubled with uh, MJF being a part of an inner circle. Yeah. I think all of the rest of the guys, um, like the other guys I had an issue with, it, I think were Hager and um, I don't remember if it was San- Ortiz or Santana, which one of them. So the first one was by far Sammy, and uh, Ortiz was right behind them. Yeah. And, and being but now skeptical. by this point, everyone, they've all kind of warmed up or accepted that MJF is part of it, except for Sammy. He's the only one that hasn't fully, like, dealt, you know, except, you know, gone past that yet. Right. And uh, so that does it with uh, the coverage of uh, Dynamite for the night for us. Um, any parting thoughts, Miguel? Uh, yeah, so I hope... I'm really looking forward to see how this unfolds with uh, Kenny and the Bucks. Because, you know, after what happened between the Bucks and Don Callis. And just like, you know, I mean, who knows? Is it going to lead to a match eventually, you think? Maybe like Kenny against one of the Bucks or against both of them and he finds a partner... Who, who knows? We, we don't know. Like, I'm just speculating at this point. And also, uh, how the inner circle unfolds. I mean, is Sammy eventually going to give you know give in? And like, like MJF, he's going to leave? Or are multiple people going to leave? I don't know. That's another thing I'm looking forward to as well. Agreed. Um, well, that, does, that about does it for us here on the Dynamite Breakdown. Brought to you by Real Lucha. And yeah, uh, give me a two sweet ski, and we'll see you soon. Peace. Lucha! Lucha.